Welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Rates. I'll be your host, and this podcast exists to help you improve your communication skills. Whether you communicate one-on-one, to a team, from a stage, or from behind a screen, we know that when we improve our communication skills as leaders, it exponentially changes everything. It improves our relationships, it improves our leadership skills, and it improves our business skills. So let's get ready to dive into this next episode. Welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Reitz. I'm so glad that you are joining us today. We believe that healthy communication is oxygen for your relationships and your leadership. And we hope that you will speak with people because when you do, you really do breathe oxygen into them and you lift those relationships up. Well, today I'm so excited because we are diving into an important topic on the Speak With People podcast We are talking about self-awareness and how important self-awareness is to your communication and your leadership. How self-aware are you? Have you ever worked on being self-aware? And so we're going to dive into this amazing conversation with a great leader. Geraldo shares his wealth of experience and insights on self-awareness, and we're going to really unlock the power of it because it's just so important as a leader to be able to explore it. And so I'm so excited to have an international leadership coach on the podcast. And so would love to welcome our guest, Gerardo. Thank you so much for being on the Speak With People podcast. Hi, Jason. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. And hello, everyone. I'm so excited that you are here and you're calling from, we're, we're online right now from Switzerland. How I, I just love modern technology. <laughs> Yes, from Switzerland. It's incredible. Well, hey, so for our listeners to uh, get to know you more, could you tell us a little bit more about you, uh, what you do, your story, what has kind of led you up to this point? Uh, well, I'm actually one of those uh, guys who has uh, walked a path that did not really so much belong to him. Mm. And that's because of uh, facts in life. Uh I was born in Italy and grew up in Italy and uh, unfortunately lost my dad when I was six and my mom when I was 15. Ooh. And and I grew up with my brother, my, my two years uh, older than me. Mm. Uh, and maybe because of this hard youth I had, um, I kind of, uh, you know, wanted to become a successful entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, well, entrepreneur was in my blood because my dad was an entrepreneur. Uh, but really, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with becoming a successful entrepreneur. It's just that the definition of success at that time to me was very much, uh, uh, you know, an, more of an outcome, if you want. So, so mm. a lot of people, lots of offices, lots of money, lots of this and that. Okay. So uh, when I grew up, I grew up in Italy, I went to study a year in university in, in France, and I kind of fell in love with the international tax. That was my initial background. So I became an international tax lawyer, worked, moved to London, worked for some of the big firms. And at the age of 29, I, I left and I set up my own business. Uh, it was myself and an assistant in a small service office in London. 
And this group with the time became a 400 people operation with 10 offices around the world, uh, multi-family office. So, you know, yes, international ties, but also as a management, the legal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, in the year 2016, I kind of uh, felt that I did what I had to do. And uh, I actually wanted to become a successful entrepreneur. I became mm. a successful entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, just sitting there and said, okay, I've done what's next, you know? And uh, it was hard for me to actually find an answer to that question, what's next? Mm. Uh, I, I had a feeling I wanted something with more human content uh, and maybe uh, also something that I could you know, have a, a, a broader impact. Mm. And, and so somehow, bottom line, uh, you know, I actually found out that uh, the first half of my career was walking a path that was not, the path that was created for me. Mm. And therefore, what has happened is that I moved uh, to a different path, uh, which is the current one. And that is and feels like a path that was made for me. Wow. Wow. My goodness. Well, it, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing to hear just how you've been able to, you know, explore and experience so many different areas of leadership. And, uh, and then obviously, you know, what, what you and your brother had to deal with as, as uh, young children is, you know, so incredibly difficult. And so if we had, you know, two or three hours in the podcast, boy, I'd love to dive in too. Uh, just that story because that's oh that's that's so incredible what you've uh, had to do so so uh just as we kind of begin this conversation what kind of uh led you because you've you've been in lots of roles of team leadership you've led organizations you've been part of teams and then you have kind of launched out on your own you're doing leadership coaching so what kind of led you you know to want to you know work in that that area and what, what kind of inspired, you know, um, some of this intersection when it comes to self-awareness and leadership? I think that, uh, uh, you know, what was key, obviously this, you know, transformation, this move from, mm -hmm. you know, being a CEO chairman in, a, you know, in the family office industry and moving on to coaching, uh, was an opportunity for me to, um, uh, you know, to look inside myself. Mm. And I actually, you know, understood and realized that real objectives as a person, but in particular also as a leader, are very much inner more than outcomes, you know. Mm. Uh, I think we're, uh, often we, we get confused and setting ourselves objectives that are not real objectives, but they are simply consequences reaching something else yeah. and the most important uh, i think uh, are you know inner objectives uh, set. so that as you know realizing that has actually led me to uh, you know uh, brought me closer to self-awareness if you want mm. Mm. inner objectives require inner journey inner journey is somehow the essence, but this is how you build uh, self-awareness. Oh, wow. 
Wow. Is it, is it, uh, I, we, we talk a lot on this podcast about uh, the different generations. Uh, in your opinion, you know, the younger leaders, is it harder for them to experience some self-awareness because maybe they just don't have the experience or the wisdom or the life yet? Or, you know, th- does age not matter? If, you, if you're able to, you know, as you talk about those inner objectives, if you're able to figure those out, you know, um, talk to us more about that, the path towards that. Well, I, I think the sooner you do it, the better it is. Mm. So, uh, I think... Uh, Somehow the younger generation are in a similar position, and the reason is that the education system doesn't really um, uh, take you to, you know, uh, it doesn't really stimulate self-awareness. Instead, it does the opposite. You know, mm. it takes you more. You know, the word somehow takes you more. You know, education, but also now, you know. Lots of information are accessible, and whatever the world that we live in really stimulates you to outside and not really so much inside. Mm. But the more it stimulates you, the more there is a need for you to actually uh, take a moment to step inside. I think ideally this should be part of a, an education, but nowadays it's not so much, and therefore, you know, there is a need at some point. Uh, to do that and you know in my case it was uh, because of uh, somehow a transformation and move uh, to a a completely different um, profession Uh, you know some other cases might be events Uh, some other cases people decide somehow because they feel unhappy they feel no meaning in what they do Uh, you know they, they, they just stop and you know, take this a journey and become closer to self-awareness. Wow. Wow. So what are, what are some of the key experiences that a leader will go through that will help trigger, you know, some of the self-awareness growth or, you know, help them kind of, you know, take it a little bit more seriously? Is there anything that leaders need to look out for? Uh, or is it just something that, you know, they study about or learn you know what are what are some of those moments i think that uh, uh well you know the, there are cases where you have external events that somehow affects and mm-hmm. therefore take you take you if you want to to um, closer to self-awareness so, so mm-hmm. take you closer to wanting to or feeling the need to to have a look at, uh, you know inside yourself and understand yourself um and uh, on the other end uh, i think that you know one of the main obstacles is the fact that somehow you know people think correctly that you can be a successful entrepreneur without having to do that and that is somehow correct mm. but uh, you know, if you decide to go that way, sooner or later, uh, you will be faced with um, uh, regrets, resentments, mm. fulfilling that your life was not meaningful. You know, the, the very latest, when you are almost leaving this world, okay? But it is certain that 
you know, if you don't become closer to self-awareness and therefore don't look inside yourself, mm. really don't understand uh, yourself and become aware of your strengths, weaknesses, values, identity, who you are, who you really are, and what is your path, um, your meaningful path, then at a certain point in time in your life, uh, that will become in front of your face. Mm. And wow. that's not a nice feeling to have. Right, right, right. For our uh, business owners uh, that are listening or HR directors or, you know, kind of the people management, uh, people as they think about their staff teams, and especially with your experience of, of leading different organizations and now as a coach, are there things that, you know, people in positions of leadership can be doing to help their teams develop more self-awareness? Are there, you know, skills, activities, you know, different things for them to explore? Because uh, I wonder, even in your opinion, you know, I wonder how many companies actually, you know, invest that way in their staff, in their team, uh, or, you know, if, if maybe they don't even think about that. Well, I think that, uh, First of all, it is an individual job. I mean, it is my decision to do it. Okay. okay. Now, what you can do is, uh, again, one of the uh, one of the obstacles is, you know, it is there's the, there's an element of discomfort in doing mm. that. Okay, because you know, if you're looking inside yourself and becoming self-aware of yourself means becoming self-aware of the nice and self-aware of the less nice, okay? Um, and people don't like discomfort. Huh. Uh, so they walk away from discomfort. Okay? Right. So one way one way to, to do it is, number one, a gradual approach, you know, gradually becoming closer to self-awareness. Number two is to actually start building awareness mm. uh, and then move on to self-awareness. Uh, so I give you an example. I mean, one of the way that you build a skill, uh, the awareness skill is mindfulness. Mm. So mindfulness, practicing mindfulness um, makes you become aware of what's around you, mm. you know, uh, noises, uh, colors, nature, uh, you know, things like this build a skill of becoming aware. Becoming aware means, uh, you know, stepping out of whatever and observing, looking, understanding what there is, okay, mm -hmm. without judging and without jumping into changing it. You know, before changing it, awareness is a space of observation. Mm -hmm. So if you become aware of, what's around you, then you are somehow training that skill and therefore you can move easily. Uh, it's easier to move on to becoming aware of who you are. Wow. 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 That is so rich and so helpful. Would, would you say, uh, especially uh, self-aware leaders, are they stronger uh, communicators with teams? Uh, does it does, does it give them a, a leg up on their communication skills because they've done that work 
uh, of this for their self-awareness uh, i think uh, self-awareness uh, uh, put leader in a position to become better at every kind of leadership skill mm. and the reason you know uh, the reason is very simple um, being self-aware means that you're stepping out uh, of yourself so you're stepping out of your mind of your emotions of your thoughts okay yep. You build the capability of understanding what it is, okay? Understanding your thoughts, your emotions. So you are detaching from those, okay? It means detaching from yourself, okay? Uh, and that means uh, that, you know, the consequences is, the consequence is that you're more, um, you are more, if you want, uh, uh, you take the self out, okay? Mm. So um, uh, it is, you're more altruistic, you're more ready to take care of the others, okay? To help the others, to give an example to the, uh, to, to the others, to be more servant, okay? So you're more selfless, if, if you want, in a way, because you've sorted out, you know yourself, You've sorted out, you've understood, you have clarity, okay? And therefore, uh, you can dedicate your attention to the others, mm. okay? So typically, uh, self-aware leaders are uh, have radical positivity. So mm. uh, when they look at things, they look always at the bright side of things. They are, uh, they have radical humanity, so human skills or what we normally call soft skills mm. uh, are particularly strong in self-aware leaders. And they have this amazing clarity that allows them to create uh, magical spaces such as, uh, you know, identifying win-win scenarios mm. or uh, impossible to possible scenarios. So making possible something that is impossible. Um, yeah, and creating this human connection uh, because of that reason, okay? Uh, because they are detaching themselves and therefore they're able to, uh, them, they have a, they give the ch themselves a chance to be their true self. And if you are the, your true self, you're setting an example and uh, authenticity, being more authentic, is contagious. You know, and therefore yeah. other people will feel that they can be more authentic and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they have a ripple effect. Yes. Yes. Well, it sounds like, I mean, being self-aware is, is quite the superpower. <laughs> well, uh, you know, even if you're thinking about the future with AI, you know, a friend of mine recently asked the chat GPT, what would be the type of uh, intelligences? that be least likely for AI to surpass humans. And the answer from ChatGPT was uh, five intelligences. Uh, it was uh, bodily kinesthetic intelligence, naturalistic intelligence, uh, existential intelligence, intrapersonal and interpersonal intelligences. Huh. Now, the, the intrapersonal intelligence is self-awareness. The ability to understand oneself. Mm -hmm. All the other four are an ever word awareness in the definition. 
that ChatGPT is given. So awareness of your body, awareness of nature, awareness of others, and awareness of you know your values, who mm -hmm. you are. So, wow, wow, that's just absolutely incredible. What what advice would you give to hiring managers? To you know, what kind of things can they look for in potential employees to see if they're self aware leaders? Because you know it. it what a gift to be able to hire some self-aware leaders for your team. Well, I think, uh, you know, the, the, this, what I would suggest is, uh, to, to ask questions, uh, to potential candidates where you can actually see that they know themselves. Mm. Okay. So, uh, I think on one end, uh, first of all, to, to create uh, somehow a safe space for the candidate to open up because that's very important. Yep. You know, um, somehow uh, when you go into a meeting, not not only from the candidate, but uh, especially from the candidate, there is an element of defense barrier you know, mm. because of fear. Yep. You know? So whenever there is a fear, there is defense. Um, and therefore, I think my suggestion would be first create a space where the candidate is actually uh, feel safe to share the truth or mm. their true self. And then going to dig a little bit to understand how much they know themselves, how much they are aware of the strength, the weaknesses, the values, who they are, what is their path. Wow. Absolutely. So, so important to be able to do each of those. When it, when it comes to self-awareness, is self-awareness a part of emotional intelligence or is it two separate, uh, two separate parts? Uh, well, I, I think it is a part. I mean, okay. emotional intelligence uh, is... Uh, the ability, the skill uh, to recognize and deal with your own emotions. And uh, it requires that element of detachment, okay? So it's like, uh, you know, there is yourself and you're detaching from yourself and, and you are observing, okay? So that is that ability to actually observe your emotions. Self-awareness is not only emotions, it's everything about you. It's strength, weaknesses, thoughts, emotions. So all of that, all, all together. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And Boy, those are, those are great. When you do leadership coaching with, with someone, uh, with a leader, uh, are there any exercises that you begin with? to kind of help them, you know, to tap into that self-awareness? Is there any, is there any beginning places when you're doing, you're doing that coaching? Um, well, there isn't an exercise. I mean, the exercise, uh, the question that I ask, but, uh, you know, any, uh, coaching, you know, program that you do with a coach is, um, or will take you inside yourself. I mean, mm. this is the, the essence of coaching because coaching is now unleashing your potential and unleashing yourself and making 
you be your true self find your way it's really you know it will take you inside yourself yeah so that's the essence and you know the question will take you uh, whatever is the objective that you set uh, the coach will take you inside yourself uh, to reach that objective and therefore you know self-awareness is a must you know is uh, the least result that you will get by working with a coach is being self-aware of who you are okay and nowadays any kind of leadership role is very much an inside out job mm. okay? being a leader has become an inside out job so it starts from inside and it goes outside impacting people impacting companies organizations uh, you know the world absolutely. absolutely do you think uh you know we one of the things we talk a lot about on the podcast is just you know, for the first time, uh, we have four generations of people working together, Gen Z and millennials and Gen Xers and boomers, you know, all the different age, age gaps. As you look at, you know, the people you've worked with and the clients you have, do you, uh, do you think the younger generations in 2023, almost 2024, have a, a leg up because they've had so much technology, they get information so much quicker you know, all of that, or has that, has that hindered them when it comes to their self-awareness and their leadership developing, uh, or, or will they be catching up for generations or are uh, us older generations? Will we not be able to catch up with those younger generations because they're able to deal with the onslaught of information? So, you know, will it, will it rapidly increase their self-awareness? Um, no, I don't, I don't think, I mean, uh, I, Look, bo bottom line, uh, we're talking about human beings. Mm. Okay? So human, human beings are human beings. doesn't really matter the generation. Uh, um, yes, the way that you might get to certain objectives or certain answers might be different. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, human being is a human being. So it doesn't make a difference. And, you know, I was... Um, one of the things that uh, I actually do often, <laughs> uh, and you know, we as leaders uh, do it quite quite often, have this kind of harmful defensive behaviors. Okay, from, um, from you know, shutting in the office, wearing a mask, uh, uh, delaying, postponing, ignoring, blaming—all these kind of harmful behaviors of a leader mm. we everybody has them we all have them you know from a loud discussion in the office to to pushing a button to launch a missile all these come from fears okay right and uh, one of the things that you actually do is that uh, you know once you look at the harmful defensive behavior and you ask yourself why you get to maybe certain fear and you continue to ask yourself why so that's one of the things that you can actually do to try and understand that often we, we, we stop our attention, stops at the very beginning of those fears, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to give an example that somehow applies to, to 
uh, you know, speak with people, communication, you know. Uh, when people go and speak in public, okay, they might have certain fears, mm. okay? But if you actually dig into those fears, okay, that might not be the ultimate fears, mm. okay? And if you take some time and continuously ask yourself, okay, j just assume that that is a consequence, that fear that somehow you have identified is a consequence of something else. So ask, why do I fear that? Why do I have that fear? Uh, and you you build up a kind of pyramid uh, and you go to the ultimate fears. In my experience, you know, whatever the generation, you're also ending, you're always ending up with four fears that are specifically for a leader. Mm. No meaning, no meaning in what you do or, uh, or in your life, okay? Um, fear of dependency from something or somebody. Uh, fear of loneliness, being lonely mm -hmm. or ending up alone, or fear of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. So those four, those four, you know, wherever you come from, are yep. the ultimate fears. Okay, and behind those are the inner treasure, what I call inner treasures of a leader. So uh, that will be meaning, love, freedom, uncertainty. Oh wow! Inner inner meaning, inner love, inner freedom, inner certainty. Wow. Wow. And I, I know there's a lot of parents that are listening. Is there anything that, uh, especially parents with young children, is there anything they can do to help uh, instill self-awareness in their, their children as they, you know, uh, as they're young and as they, as they get older? Uh, I think that the best thing that they could do is to want mm, maybe to educate uh, their children to detach themselves from their emotions okay mm. and therefore the, the way to you know i think the best way to do that is to actually don't judge them mm. and you know it's very difficult i am myself uh you know the father of two daughters mm. 15 and 13. <laughs> And when you are a father, you know, when you are a parent, father or a mother, is probably one of the most difficult thing to do that mm. because there is so much around that. Okay, so much emotional, so much thought, so much, uh, you know, so much of everything. And uh, I think the best would be really to mm, to don't jump into charging, don't jump into solving, don't jump into sorting, don't jump. And, you know, don't immediately jump, okay? The first moment is a moment to be aware. Be aware means, okay, this is what it is. This is the thought, okay? And just think that you are not your mind. Mm. You have a mind. You are not your emotions. You have emotions. You're not your thoughts. You have thoughts. Okay. That's crucial. Okay. Uh, you have a mind as much as you have an arm, a leg, and so on. Okay. So you are, you are not your mind, your thoughts, your emotions. Mm. You have them. Okay. So step outside, look at them, and work it out. And you're giving your child, yourself a chance to say, okay, this is what I want to be. This is what I am. This is what I want. 
and therefore I go into that direction. And I don't, I don't necessarily allow myself to be caught by, you know, this thought or this emotion or this. I just, you know, I appreciate that. I understand where it comes from and I give myself the chance to be different or to act different. Wow. 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 That is so good. So rich. I took so many notes. Uh, you've provided us just such great wisdom. I can't wait to go back through these. Uh, before I, before I, we wrap up the interview and I, I, uh, I let you go, we like to ask our guests some kind of rapid fire questions, get to know them a little bit more, but then also, you know, find out some, some things that are filling them up. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, speaker, just someone who well, you love listening to, you've just learned a ton from, and, and every single time, you just can't wait to hear them? Uh, I'm afraid the answer to that question is no. <laughs> and the reason, the, reason, the reason I will tell you why, the reason is very simple. Uh, listening to somebody speaking is a gift that you are receiving. Okay? Mm. Uh, so to me, uh, you know, listening to somebody who is speaking, who is sharing themselves, who is, you know, giving themselves to me is a gift. I perceive this as a gift. Mm. I might not like the wrapping up paper, but it doesn't matter. It's still a gift. Mm. And, uh, you know, so, so the answer to your question is mm, no. And by the way, uh, you know, if I'm looking at yourself, what you are actually doing is a, a gift full of gifts, mm. you know, <laughs> Because this is what you are doing. You are providing people the possibility to listen to amazing people around. Okay? Yes. So I, I actually thank you for what you're doing. Oh, I think it's very useful. Well, thank you very much. Is there a, is there a book that you would recommend leaders read, you know, to dive more oh, into yes. this? Oh, yes, there is. I mean, not only of this, but of a lot of other things. The book is uh, The Heart of Business, written by a guy called Hubert Jolie. And it's the story. Uh, what, this guy became the CEO of a, a group called Best Buy, a large <laughs> U.S. consumer group, about 10 years ago. Uh, Best Buy was almost bankrupt. Mm. because This guy, CEO, placed the human connection at the center of the company and all stakeholders left. So employees, uh, uh, suppliers, shareholders, communities, etc. And the end result is that the stock price multiplied by 11 mm. and the company just became one of the, it's one of the most, uh, most uh, well-known turnaround in business history. And it's actually taught at business schools. So that the, the book is quite nice. It explains also very well in detail what the guy has done in the company. So it's very practical also. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, if, if uh, last question for you, if any of our listeners ever get over to your uh, side of the world, what is, what is one thing that they have to experience? <laughs> uh, well, Look, Switzerland is famous for, uh, well, for, for quite a few things. Chocolate, mm. Cho fantastic. The best chocolate in the world <laughs> is Swiss, Swiss chocolate. Ah. 
And uh, second, you know, I'm saying things that I like. Second is uh, skiing. Mm. Skiing, uh, you know, is also famous. There's lots of snow around here, so uh, definitely skiing resorts. Uh, I love very it. Nice. I love it. Well, where can we send? We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in our Facebook group. We'll put it on, you know, as we promote. Uh, what what website should we send people to to find out more about your leadership coaching and what you do? Well, my website is gerardoscamp.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, so linkedin.com slash IAN slash Perfect. Perfect. And we'll link all of those. So uh, people can go in and find out more about uh, what you offer. And I just can't thank you enough. Thank you for your time. Thank you for pouring out such great wisdom. I mean, this has been so incredibly helpful. And I know this will just help many, many leaders. So thank you again. It's a pleasure, Jen. Thank you for having me and inviting me. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Speak With People podcast. We hope that you were encouraged. We hope that you were inspired and challenged to improve your communication skills. I want to thank you again for being a part of the Speak With People podcast community. Make sure you don't miss out on being a part of the Speak With People Facebook community group. Just head to Facebook, type in Speak With People, scroll down and join our community because every single day, We're encouraging each other. We're helping each other to improve our communication skills. Thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode.